Hello, hello. Welcome back. I'm Melissa Gardner, also known as Get Bit with Melissa on Instagram. If you didn't notice last episode, I totally switched those two things up. So apologies in that advance. That was funny. That was funny. I, I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, my lovely, handsome, incredible co-host. You're going to chime in? There you go. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um yeah it's me i'm back i think we're gonna like evolve every time we record like a new introduction you know just kind of see what flows with fits yeah uh yeah it's yeah, 10 11 episodes in you know we don't have to have a down pat but we really don't we really don't it's i like where it's going though i like jumping in every morning i love it it's so fun so hey guys so this week we didn't have a regular podcast episode but we are giving you a bonus episode which i hope you guys love it's a little bit about us so if you've just kind of stumbled upon us hello thank you for being here if you've been following us on instagram um thank you for being here and a lot of you failed the questions i asked on day one (laughs) athletics website or instagram story so i told ryan let's give the people a bonus episode so they can really get to know us yeah so let's dive deep into these uh into into us it's gonna be a short episode but yeah it's gonna be about who we are how we met and why we do what we do yeah so first things first how did we meet (laughs) it's actually a funny story i was coming home from a date with a return missionary and i had just happened to get on twitter um Do people still use Twitter? Is that still a thing? I think only toxic people use Twitter. (laughs) Oh my gosh, do not be saying that. We're going to delete that out. Maybe we'll cut that part out. Um, People do still use Twitter. Please don't mind my husband. Um, Twitter became really toxic for us, and I think that's why. Is that why you said that? Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I didn't mean that. Are you just trying to be a jackass? I'm just trying to be weird and like funny. Anyway, so I was on Twitter and um, he had tweeted, fave this for a DM. And at the time, I worked at the store called Dick's Sporting Goods. If you guys aren't familiar with it, it's a great store. Um, and his profile picture was there. And I was like, hey, I work there. So, of course, I went and faved his little tweet. And then seconds later, boom, he slid right into my DMs. Literally. Tell them what you said to me. <laughs> yeah so it's out that did you post the picture of it or no, no not yet I, I probably will tomorrow morning but it said it's out it's slippery outside so don't mind me sliding into your dms yeah it was like along those lines it was like it's um like i'm gonna slide into your dms because it's pretty icy outside i can't yeah. help it <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh and i fell for that you guys and i was like this December guy 28th, it was cold it was icy it was snowy it was the it day was right. we was, met he and wasn't wrong. yeah he wasn't wrong so <laughs> that's kind of how we met i mean we kind of knew of each other through mutual friends but like we officially started talking that way right wouldn't you yeah. say mm-hmm. so yeah it's kind of fun thinking back to it it makes yeah. me smile um it's a lot of fun it is so, first impressions on when we met. What was your first impression of me? Wow. <laughs> Get <Just>. out of here. <laughs> wow. No, seriously, because I had been stalking you pretty consistently for like a year. 
not literally stalking, but like I know, Twitter like stalking on Twitter. Uh huh. And you just you blew me away. Even when you saw me, the minute I saw you. Okay, so quick little side note: when I first just, met wow. Ryan, like in person, um, I parked the wrong way, and I got. I was wearing jandals, and long story short, it was a mess of a meetup, but I still <laughs> I still managed to wow him, and he still remembers exactly what I was wearing. Yeah. I was wearing a hoodie, a blue, blue hoodie one. With blue socks, jandals, and black leggings. Yep. You parked the wrong way. I didn't want you to get a ticket. Yeah. So I, I told you maybe you might want to- Turn around. Flip your yeah. car around. And that's and how then, I knew uh, you were the one for me. And then, you know- that puddle came out of nowhere. It did. It did. <laughs> My first impression was, wow, this guy's really nice. <laughs> because he really did. He came outside super excited to like see me. And he was just like so helpful. And like, I remember going downstairs and you, it was just so easy to talk to you. And it was so easy to talk to your family. I mean, your mom clicked right away. Like, I, I think the one person I struggled not really even struggled but like didn't really talk to as easy was emily his Mm -hmm. sister um hi em if you're hearing this i love you (laughs) it was so scary to talk to you (laughs) when we first met now no not the same now not no um okay but like it was just to kind of expand on that it was at my house um first we were babies we met ryan was just turned 18 i was 19 yeah turning 19 i think that was a huge thing for me too is that we were just like we just we talked the whole night that's all we did we didn't we had a we put a movie on your favorite movie grown-ups yep but didn't watch the movie just talked about who we are and i think the really cool thing about it was i genuinely wanted to know you and who you were and what you thought about and what made you tick and what and i think that's what kind of has set up our relationship for success is we've always been so intrigued with each other and like yeah wanting to talk to each other i feel like some people don't want to talk to their spouses and we want to talk to each other it was just like a when you were talking like all i was thinking about was what you were saying and like just how Everything that you were was everything that I needed. Oh, don't make me cry. <laughs> oh, my God. Wanted. Aww. And was just in love with from the minute that we met. I love you. You're so I love sweet. You. <laughs> sorry, you guys. <laughs> huh. Not sorry, but are you guys crying? Because same. Wow. Thanks, babe. I just love you so much, and I hope people can feel that when they listen to us, just the love we have. So it so. is, we're posting this on our five-year wedding anniversary, and that's kind of the reason for the episode. So I just wanted to kind of let you guys know where we met and how we kind of started going. Um, so I'm going to answer some of the questions you guys asked me on Instagram really quick, and then kind of just give you guys some advice that I think is really good for relationships, and we'll go we'll end it there it's health health and fitness podcast so yeah i think a relationship is uh you know relationship health you know it's part of it i agree okay what made you fall in love with each other so ryan's humor from the day one my gosh (laughs) he is one of the funniest people i know and if i don't understand his jokes like by God, he will make me understand, and I will have I'll to laugh. I'll explain them to you. Yeah. You will, and it's the 
best thing about <laughs> it. Um, I didn't watch The Office when we first started talking. And man, did that change real quick every day that we were together. We basically watched an episode of The Office. He, he slowly introduced me. I really was not into it. For Season one sucks. It's I still am not into season one. But it has some good Good little. It's only been snippets. almost seven years. So I mean, it's and, fine. You'll, you'll come around. I maybe we'll see. <laughs> um, your humor and like your kindness and the way you treated your mom and your family, I think, really made me fall in love with you too. You were just always so respectful, and you're always so respectful of me. And the way you treated my family, I thought that was huge because we're technically a diverse relationship because I'm 100 percent Mexican and he's white. <laughs> I'm a Caucasian. Yes, yes, he's a Caucasian. And I remember my mom saying to me, don't bring home another boy unless it's going to be the one you marry. And I knew I was going to marry him, but I was, it's still kind of nerve wracking, especially my parents don't really speak English. They don't care to, um, which is fine. And it, that became something really nervous for me on both ends, like him being around my family when they were all speaking Spanish and then my family being around him when he didn't know how to like, you know, interact and stuff. I'll let you know though, he does talk to my parents now. He understands Spanish more than he speaks it. Um, but he will answer my mom it's here. It's a and learning there. process. It is. Yeah. And I think you've helped my mom really out of her shell and my dad too of speaking English. It's been awesome. It's been really good. So girls, if you're Mexican and you're debating dating a white boy, I mean, I say do it. They're worth it. <laughs> okay. What made you fall in love with me? Real quick. This episode's about to be real long. Real quick. Yeah, that's... And it's just... It can't be a quick answer. I just... Name the number one thing. I just fell in love with how... Like... Just... I just fell in love with all of you. All at once. Just like the way that... You... You're so genuine. And you're so like deep and you just have such an incredible way of expressing yourself whether it's words or actions or feelings and you just instantly connected to me I, I connected to you instantly just because you're so like when when you talk to you <laughs> when I talked when to you the to first time, it's like you can tell that you're just a hundred percent interested. It's true. Like you can tell that you're a hundred percent like interested you in care, what you're saying. You know, yeah. and you're so honest. I. It's almost bad. <laughs> and no, and that's perfect. I mean, it doesn't hurt at all that you're insanely gorgeous Get out of here. and a million miles out of my league because that uh you know i pinch myself every single day st to this day but you just love so deeply I again almost to a fault <laughs> and it's incredible i love you you love so deeply, too. I love you. Ladies, if your man doesn't talk to you this way, please have him listen to this podcast and say, you need to take some notes from Ryan. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. Seriously. I, I'm, I need more of this hard to, on our anniversary. This is the thing about 
us, I think, is it's so hard to articulate exactly How, what it is yes. because it's, it's not everything. Yeah, it's all of it. It's not like there's not one thing I can pick that I can remember in my brain distinctly that said like boom I'm in love with that yeah. about her it's it was almost like you getting hit by a wave in the ocean just I just took you just down crash real quick <laughs> into your face and that's what's so perfect about it is because it just consumed me oh babe does it still consume you it consumes me more every day oh stop I'm going to cry more. Don't make me cry. I got my lashes done the other day, okay? <laughs> Seriously, though, I think you guys are listening to Ryan firsthand. This is the number one reason, other than his humor, that I fell in love with him. You guys think he's good and just talking right now. You guys should have seen the texts I would get. Like, he just put his whole heart into making sure I always felt loved and I always felt cherished. And that was something hard for me because, um, quick little background. I came from a really abusive relationship before him and I was in like, I'd go on dates with like these men that were like manipulative, that only wanted to have sex with me, that only wanted to kiss me, that only wanted me for their own benefits. And if I denied or I was like, no thanks, it just, they'd get super upset. And so I genuinely thought there was, I was going to be alone. I had a plan. Someone actually asked what we wanted to be when we grew up. Um, my plan was to be a clinical psychologist and I said, I'm going to be single for all my life and I'm going to be the cool aunt. Jokes on me. Um, because <laughs> none of my brothers <laughs> are even with anyone. Um, but anyway, cool I mean, I am a cool aunt. You're right. Cohen, Miles, I'm, I'm cool to them. Um, but that was my plan. And then I met Ryan and I was like, Okay, change of plans. And it was really hard for me because go, coming from a toxic relationship, I came in thinking I had to fight. I came in thinking, um, something always had to be wrong. And if something wasn't wrong, we were wrong. Um, and then we'd get so many people would tell me like, we'll just wait. Oh, you guys aren't fighting. What are you guys hiding? And I would get fed so much of this, like, um, almost like, what's the word? Um, Every, like everyone fights it's normal and it's like actually is it normal so when we weren't fighting I remember people being like he's hiding something from you or you're hiding something from him and Ryan at any minute would give me his phone I knew his passwords like I had been cheated on so to I had day. I, yeah to this day you still let me whenever I want um I'd been cheated on and so I had really bad trust issues and I told him that from the front I said hey like I have a hard time trusting people and he was just there for me like there never had an issue with it and it was really good for me to be able to put my guard down and understand like this was the man I was going to marry because he did everything and anything to make sure I knew I was valued I was loved and he, I could trust him and to this day you still do that yeah and, and something we did really early that was so so important that I had never done before was we had difficult conversations from the very beginning like I wanted you to know absolutely everything about me, everything you needed to know about me. I wanted you to know. I didn't want there to be anything that I didn't want you to find out. Yeah, no, me too. Because every relationship, there was always something that it was like, 
I don't really know if I want this person to find this out about me. But with you, it was like instantly, it was, this is a long-term, like, this is my soulmate right here. Yeah. There can't be anything that she doesn't know about. There has to be, it has to all be on the table. Yep. And then if I didn't, what if I would have turned away? (laughs) <laughs> and that's the thing and that's the thing it was you know i was was i scared that you were gonna react a certain way yes but i think that that just kind of uh speaks to us working in each other's favor and the universe working in our favor to bring us even further together because it was like i could i could tell you something about myself or about my past and you could tell me something about yourself or what you've done in the past and we didn't hold it against each other we didn't hold it against each other and it was from the very beginning we got it out into the open and said hey this is i'm not this person and i'm the person like that you need me to be yeah and so i think that's really important because i feel like i didn't change who I was because you asked me to change or I felt like you were making me change. I changed because I knew I wanted this relationship to work and I knew the habits and behaviors I created in past relationships weren't going to work in our relationship. Like you weren't going to put up with me yelling at you, arguing with you for no reason. You weren't going to put up with me leaving you at the McDonald's parking lot. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> I may or may not have done that, that on was, our yeah. first and only fight. Um, you weren't going to put up with me and you let me know that really soon. And so I had to choose to either change my behavior patterns or to lose you. And obviously we changed the behavior patterns, but I think in this, in this time of our life, um, people our age, people who were our age, um, they get so like brainwashed to think they have to fight with their partner. And I'm not saying if you fight with your partner, you guys have a bad relationship or a bad marriage. Like, Everybody works their stuff yeah, out their own way. Agreed. Totally agreed. But for us personally, like Ryan's my best friend. And so I want to come home and I don't want to come home to awkwardness. I don't want to come home to um, a fight or him being upset with me or I'm upset with him. I want to come home to someone I can spill what happened in my day. I can tell my good. I can tell my bad. I can tell my dreams too and we can talk and we can talk about the hard stuff too and it's just there's no judgment it's a safe place and that's something I put on my reel our relationship is a safe place no matter how long you've been married no matter how short you've been married um you need to have a safe place with when it comes to communication um a lot of people um ask me questions of how we communicate certain things so someone asked me like how do you support uh, your partner going through a hard time and I think you've done a wonderful job at doing that because you, I have depression. I have anxiety. There's been times I've come to Ryan and I say, Hey, I've thought about killing myself. And guys, it is just devastating to see him and it's devastating to even say out loud, but he has handled it so great because he's kept our play, our space safe. He's let me be vulnerable and talk about what I'm feeling. And he like makes a plan with me or he checks in on me and he makes sure he like will make sure I'm being heard and listened to. He's never not made me feel hurt. And I think that's always so important, especially if you have depression. So if you're not feeling hurt or you're not feeling valued and you have depression and you're suffering, I mean, I think it's time to sit down with your spouse or you your partner and say, Hey, 
I need you to listen and I need you to listen without judgment and I need you to hear me because if you don't hear me, we're not going to make any progress. What are we at? Are we at like 25 minutes? 20 minutes. Okay, cool. That's not that long. Great. I'm sorry, you guys. This, like I said, it's not that short. Um, cause you know me, I just get gabba gabba. We could talk forever. We really could. And so I just think it's important that you guys understand that we've come so far in our marriage and I think we'll continue to go so far in our marriage is because of a few things. We choose to be with each other. I mean, obviously loving him and him being who he is, it makes it easy, but you really do have to like love and choose to work at your marriage and to do things that might make you feel uncomfortable and to talk about some things that make you uncomfortable. Like sometimes that's just part of the marriage. That's just part of, of another person. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. And it doesn't mean we don't have hard conversations. No, I think we have tons of hard conversations. And we have disagreements. Yeah. But it's never the disrespectful. Prob- the, the difference is we both are able to take some time before we bring something up to say, could I have done something differently? Yes. We both take time to look at ourselves before we blow up, before we make an accusation, before we start you know a conversation because you have to say okay in most situations i'm not saying all situations but in most situations both people have things they could have done differently to that could have made that situation better yeah usually when i'm if i feel like i'm gonna get mad at you for something i usually step away and i like don't say anything to you in that moment i try to be proactive not reactive and i just wait and I have like kind of a talk with myself, like, is this really as big as a problem as I'm feeling like it is? And by the time I actually talk about it with you, I'm actually much calmer. So I think that's another helpful reason why we don't fight is because when we talk to each other, it's never in that reactive it's stage. Respectful. It's, yeah. It's, you know, you've thought Or you over, say sorry or you're like, oh, I, I saw. Yeah, because at this point we can sense. When, when we when we were out of line. Yeah. When and we're like. We're, you know, oh, I should have, you know. You just have to be self-aware and aware of your spouse or your partner and say, okay, these are the behavior that kind of sparked this short temper or this um, closed off behavior. What what exactly was it that I had done, um, you know, that I could have done differently that started that yeah um and so by the time we have that conversation we've probably both thought about it at length and we can have an honest and open communication and discussion about it and how to prevent that kind of stuff i i agree 100 percent. i think when we have those moments we stop and think and then we problem solve together afterwards like oh you were getting upset with beckham okay like ask me, I need to step away for a second. Can you take Beckham? Right. Vice versa. Like it happens to both of us. I'm like, I just need a break. Let me just go shower. I'll be right back. Vice versa. It helps us like be preventative versus reactive. Right. Especially with him. Um, I was going to say something and it left my brain because this is the way I work. I feel like this is very long. I apologize. You guys, I just, Oh, I was going to say, now I remember mom brain, my bad. Um, Gosh, if you're still listening, thank you. <laughs> um, a lot of what I'm talking about is what has helped us to like kind of become a business together and be partners together. Um, and we have to make hard decisions all the time as business partners and like in our relationship of like, 
you know, Ryan will think one thing, I'll think one thing, and we have to like kind of come to the middle. But that like problem solving and compromising is so important um, when it comes to like any marriage or relationship. Um, using I statements, I know it sounds so cliche, but I statements are really important in relationships. Yeah, you can't want to win. You have to want to listen. Win. Yeah, you know, it has yeah. to. You know, it can't be a, a right, wrong, loser, winner. It's collectively together we what can lose. we do to get to where we want to be yeah and you have to think of it as a unit as a collective as a couple as a family you know what can you do differently what can your spouse do differently how did they feel about it how did you feel about it get it all out into the open and it's yeah it's whether it's business whether it's work school home the kids whatever it is you know it's it's got to be resolution based and solution based. Yeah, no. And I think if you feel like you're failing or you feel like your partner's failing, like I just I say that because I feel like when we first started dating and you were so into the gym and I wasn't, I feel like I was failing you. And so we weren't failing together. I was failing by myself, right? And I think it's important to have kind of that self-awareness and that accountability that we've talked about and not drag down your partner because they're winning or doing good for them, but to like move up to their level. I think so often it's so easy to drag someone down because we feel intimidated. We feel uncomfortable. I know for a fact I felt uncomfortable because you were looking good. You were working out. You were taking care of yourself. Um, and I wasn't. And that was really hard for me. And I wanted you to come. Do you remember how many times I asked you to stay home from the gym? Yeah. So many times because it was easier for me to bring you down to my level than for me to rise up to yours. And I remember... The day we were at the gym and I was just so over being at the gym and seeing Stacy running on the, Stacy's a woman that used to, that goes to my gym, um, running her miles and I was just so motivated to run those miles too. And it just clicked for me that I, for so long, was taking an L and I needed to level up and win with you. Um, so if your partner or yourself and you f- are winning or losing separately and you're like, you know what, we need to get on the same level, like take some self-awareness and accountability and like see if it's you, like, are you the one that needs to step up? And if it's them, encourage them, keep influencing them, um, keep influencing the room and don't, don't take it, them lower. Yeah. yeah well, and don't take, up, it, don't them take up. them personal, don't take it personal if they're struggling to come up to your level. Um, let them have their time. Cause it took me a few years to really level up. It took me what, two years? would you say after our marriage to um, learn to love the gym and yeah. to learn to love fitness and health it took me a minute you guys yeah. well so. and, and then it flipped and it was like you were in great shape eating really well i was not doing what i needed to do yeah and but neither of us ever bullied each other neither of us were ever like mean to each other no. we just kept doing the thing and we would just like have hard talks and uplift each other and influence each other to keep going yeah I kept really good food in the home. Um, good food as in yummy food we could eat, but like it was nur- like nourish us and it was. We both enjoyed with- it. We both yeah. ate it together. We came up with ideas together. We did. We just I, like to do things together. together. <laughs> and, but that really helped both of us like 
raise up right if it's just always the one person eating healthy or the one person going to the gym like it's really hard to be on the same page so influencing other person and being like hey like do you want to come to the work do you want to work out with me today do you want to come on a run with me today do you want to come grocery shopping do you want to make the grocery list with me just things like that really helps the other person get on your level so i think that's really important um you guys this episode's really long i'm so sorry it's supposed to be just a small short bonus episode but here we are i hope some things that we've talked about has helped and you guys can take some takeaways from it and be like you know what like melissa and ryan have had a really great relationship because of these things and i want to implement them into my life because i really do i like not to brag about us but i love our relationship i will work out our relationship more than i will work at anything else mm-hmm. um because that's how much it means to me um the D word's not allowed in our home, though I say it sometimes and Ryan gets very upset. <laughs> I just tease him and I say if we ever got a divorce, he would take Drex, yeah, our dog. And he's like, don't say that. I don't, why are you saying that? Yeah, I'm both like, well, D words, Drex just- and divorce. <laughs> <laughs> you get Drex, I get Kawhi is what I say. Um, but anyway, like, over unless you cheat on me over my dead body, are you Never ever divorcing happen. me? <laughs> Never. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think... I hope you guys enjoyed this. I think it was a fun episode to really get to know us a little bit more. Um, If you guys have any questions, like always feel free to email them or DM them to us. We, I love talking about marriage. It's actually one of my degrees, um, family studies, marriage. Just learning to be healthy as a family, as a couple. That's something so many people struggle with and it hasn't always been easy for us easy for us and it hasn't always been you know we talked a little bit about it it hasn't always been both of us at the same time doing everything we needed to be to be the healthiest we could be so you know there's a lot of things that we're still learning about and still um might have trouble with so um i think we can bring good insight to people struggling with the same thing i agree babe i agree well you guys i hope you have a wonderful friday um I love you. We'll see you guys on Monday. Have a great day.